Hello and welcome to episode six of the Force of Light podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Michelle Smith. I'm so glad you're tuning in today's episode and I hope that this episode is a blessing to you as I hope every episode is a blessing to you. And if you have not yet, I would like to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast because as you see, I'm a little sporadic on when I get an episode up. So that way, whenever I do get episodes up, you will, it'll just be right there and you'll be notified that I have a new episode. So go ahead and do that and give me a five-star review and a, or five-star, yeah, five-star review and write a nice, nice comment. That would be lovely too. But for this episode, you know, one of the things I said in the first episode that I was excited about to start a podcast was that it allowed me the opportunity to do things, to talk about things that I wouldn't be able to talk about in, you know, behind a pulpit, preaching or things like that. And that is definitely the case today. I, today we have, it's going to be the first time I'm going to start lining more up too and still mixing some episodes in where it's just me, but then I'm going to start bringing some guests on to have actual discussions. Well, today we have our first guest and our special guest today is my sister, Natalie. Natalie, you want to say hello? Hello, everyone. Um, and if you listen to, if you happen to be someone that listens to our other podcast, you'll hear me on Force of Light Entertainment with Michelle frequently, but it's a pleasure to be on today and to be able to, to share some things with you all. Yeah, I have not even told them about that. I was going to tell them about <laughs> that. That Natalie is my co-host on, we have a Force of Light Entertainment where we discuss different movies and TV. And I wanted to have a podcast that was more positive, you know, as far as entertainment, that also I got a review back. One of our reviews is from a, a guy, a minister who went to seminary with me. And he said something in the review, which is what I wanted to do. He said, I can listen to this podcast with my kids in the car. So, yes. so if you're looking for a clean, if you like movies and TV, then you can check out Force of Light Entertainment where we discuss those type of things there. And like he said, you can feel, you can rest assured that you can listen with your kids in the car. We are, we are family friendly. <laughs> yes. So today, so with that kind of in mind of Natalie and I doing that, we actually, we did a, an episode, uh, I guess over a week ago, on the movie that came out over 10 years ago, the Batman movie called The Dark Knight that had the Joker in it. And it allowed this movie, because it, you know, it's more than just a comic movie, it has a great script, and it really allowed for us to dig into something more than just discussing a comic movie. And as I was discussing it and began to think about it after, it just kind of hit me how relevant I think some of the themes are in that movie for today. And as a Christian, it's easy to relate some of those things on a spiritual level. So that's what we're going to do today. And I don't know if I want to call this, you know, basically it's kind of theology and film, but we are going to be, so we're going to be discussing that. I'm going to be looking at things that really hit me from this movie that apply to things going on today. So we'll begin. And for those of you who don't know about The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight was a Batman movie that has the character the Joker, which most people have heard of. And as I was talking with Natalie right before we started, sometimes movies, they just, they do such a good, especially comic movies or, or my love Star Wars. There's so much uh, stuff in there that, that connects spiritually. But comics sometimes do a good job of truly setting up uh, pretty much good versus evil, yes. the way I would, I would word that. 
And in The Dark Knight, it was played by um, Heath Ledger, and he did an incredible job with this character. But they truly, as I thought about it, the Joker is almost symbolic. You could make him symbolic of the devil. Yeah. And I'm not going to make, I'm going to make Batman just like symbolically like a Christian. But the Joker truly is, he, he identifies himself in the movie as an agent of chaos. And I really can't think of many, besides the fact that, and well, Annie's a liar throughout the whole movie, which the devil's a deceiver. Yes. But truly, I believe that that is so fitting of what the enemy does. The enemy loves to cause chaos, to cause chaos in the world, to cause chaos in your families, in your lives. The enemy, that, that's what he does. He's an agent of chaos. And like the Joker, who has all his little goons that he gets to, to do his dirty work, the enemy has all of his, his little minions that he has demons and things that, that, that fulfill his dirty work, so to speak. Right, and so often using people that they don't, they're not even aware that they're being used to do his work, I believe. Like, the, you know, if you asked them, they'd probably laugh in your face and think, what are you talking about? And they don't realize the spirit behind maybe what they're promoting is just, he's, they're making his job easy. Yes, it, it, it's like, um, if you've ever heard, of course, we know the scripture that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And sometimes you could say it this way, it's principalities working through personalities. Like sometimes, and I'm, I'm not even saying they're, they're, they're possessed by a demon necessarily, right. but they're being influenced. There's, there's a demonic influence behind these very terrible decisions they're making. And like I'm saying in a merciful way, they don't even know, I think, a lot of times. Yeah, they're, they're pushing an agenda that is demonic, that is the opposite of, of Christ-like, of, of godliness, and they do that, and you see that through the Joker. But the main thing that I want to get at is that the core of this movie, The Dark Knight, the Joker is causing chaos throughout Gotham City. But there's a reason. The Joker wants to prove that, here, let me pull up this quote. The Joker says to Batman when they have their kind of face off in a interrogation room, after he's caused all this chaos, he says this about the Gotham people. He says, when the chips are down, these civilized people will eat each other. And I think, I literally, there was a clip on Twitter that someone dubbed his voice speaking that, and they showed people during the coronavirus punching people for toilet paper. Right. And it just showing kind of how quickly so many humans will revert to this animalistic, animalistic barbaric, just wrong uh, Dog eat dog. Yeah, type of personality. And that proves what the Joker's trying to, to prove right. And But anyways, the Joker is trying to, through his chaos, is trying to break the spirit of Gotham, and in particular, well, of the whole city, but also in particular of Batman and of Harvey Dent, who's this attorney that's in the movie. And he is successful with Harvey Dent when he is able to eventually basically murder his fiance, he goes in a very dark way. Where Batman, he, he will not break his moral code, which is that he will not kill, and he does not give in. And, and that kind of, that's the parallel of what happens in a world right now. Think of everything that's gone on in our world since the, the coronavirus pandemic uh, unleashed. People fighting people for toilet paper, and then on the cuffs of that, you have 
well, you have these these riots and looting, and and you know we're we all are glad for all peaceful protesters, but that they're not the problems. It's the rioters and the people causing problems. And there's just all this chaos in America right now, and really all around the world. But you know, since we're American, we're going to focus on America. And I think if you allow it, it can kind of. I just think there's something behind all of this. Not, not. I'm not saying the devil started all this, but we know demonic forces are behind chaotic things that are robbing people. I mean, literally, suicide rates are up. I mean. Uh, domestic violence is up. Uh, all these things that are bad that you know the enemy loves are, are increased right now. So, so like I said, just paralleling that, and it hit me that that literally, like I said, how the Joker is trying to, to break the spirit of Batman, to break the spirit of the people of Gotham, that that is literally a great symbolic image of what the enemy Satan comes to do. Because we know that he comes to still kill and destroy. And the enemy is constantly coming to crush our spirits and to wound and break our faith. Yes. You know, I think of even when, when Peter, uh, you know, Jesus knew Peter was going to deny him three times. And, P- and Jesus said to him before that happened, he said, I prayed that you, that you would not lose your faith. And I think, again, so, so why does he pray that? Because the enemy comes to take the faith. That's what he's trying to take from us. And, and I think right now, there's just, there's just some of that going on. And I think we all need to have increased discernment and be aware of what is going on in our society right now so we can begin to pray against it. But I just, you know, I want you to see that because as I thought about this movie, and Natalie, I'll let you speak in a minute, I genuinely thought about, again, the parallels, the, the, the imagery you can get. It, it's kind of similar to the story of Job, where Job has all of this, you know, he has this great life, this blessed life, and the enemy goes and basically, you know, tells God, you know, basically, let me mess with him. Because, yeah, he praises you right now, but it's basically the same thing uh, the Joker said. When the chips yeah. are down, you know, he'll get, he'll get rid of his faith. He'll just throw it to the curb, basically. And, of course, we know the story of Job that, that his, his wife eventually says, Job, curse God and die. And, you know, even though all that happens to him and he loses everything, Job says, though you slay me, yet will I trust him. And he doesn't. And we know that God eventually restores everything to Job seven times. But, but the, the point I want to get there is that story tells us that the enemy, like the Joker in this movie, is coming to still kill and destroy, to take your faith, and to, to try to take everything, to take your job, to take anything that the enemy can possibly steal, the enemy's going after. Uh, Natalie, is there anything you want to add in that? Well, your job and even on a mental uh, place, your yes. in, your inner peace, your hope, uh, your faith. Um, and, you know, I think a big thing right now, you mentioned the riots. It's just, um, I believe the devil very much right now is trying to... Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer and turn us against each other. And, and you know, this country needs a lot of healing right now. And it's... Uh, it's, it's not in a good place, and there are you know, individuals that need healing. And when Michelle was talking about Peter a minute ago, 
I thought of, and this is not to say we should never take up for ourselves or speak back, but I thought about the Roman soldier that Peter comes to Jesus's defense and he cuts his ear off and Jesus, and this is the stuff that just kind of melts me in awe of like who Jesus is and was and, you know, and he picks his ear up and puts it, like, I don't know, I'm well, getting and, emotional. And but. he says, you know, if you if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Right. And I think, too. He puts his ear back on, you know, to this guy that hates him. Yeah, and I think, too, as far as the writing. And what an example that is. As far as all that, like I said, there's a difference between peaceful protesters and rioters. The peaceful protesters aren't the problem. It's the rioters and looters. Right. But it's the spirit behind some of the things going on that is trying to cause more division. And as, as Christians, we have to be able you know, the Holy Spirit is, is a spirit of unity. We have to be able to come together as far as that. But yeah, I, I just think the enemy, it, it, it's, it's literally like the Joker, literally even like you said, divide and conquer at the end of the movie, the Joker literally has two boats and gives them a trigger to detonate the other boat. And it's kind of kill or be killed. Yeah. And and the moral of the movie is ultimately none of them do it and they all live, which is a great thing and everything. But the, but the, but that takes people on each side, whether it's different side of political aisles, just saying no. Like and, and in the boats you had people from different walks of life, let's yes. say. Yeah, it takes people coming together, realizing we're all humans and and not giving in to this barbaric and just terrible behavior that's been going on. Like I said, from toilet paper to looting stores to, I mean, it's just been chaotic to the way people treat one another on social media and in life. It's just, it's sad that, that people act that way. But, but this is what I want to say as we kind of are winding down. You know, I, I said that the Joker is kind of like the, that is kind of like the devil, but us Christians are kind of like the spiritual Batmans that need to rise up and stand up against these principalities and powers that are literally, I mean, if you don't sense something's going on in this world right now, then you need to probably get in touch with God a little more because it's, it's pretty obvious if you are in tune with the spirit at all, that, that there is just a spirit behind this, everything, I'm saying everything that is evil and, and wrong and it is truly trying to to wreck people and but but we like i said need to be the spiritual batmans and as batman has all his little tools and his little devices to fight things the good thing is that you, that we the scripture says that you know yes we don't wrestle wrestle flesh and blood but it also says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And, and I believe Christians, sometimes we have this imagery of, oh, the devil's so powerful. Yeah, the devil does have a decent amount of power, but God's got more power. And John said, greater is he that's within you than he that's within this world. We need to realize that, that and I you know, today in my reading in 2 Corinthians, Paul mentions that he says, I have the weapons of righteousness in my right hand and in my left hand. And David would word it this way. He said, you teach my hands how to war. And the bottom, that we're, the bottom line we're getting to is there a spiritual warfare at an intense level going on right now. And God needs us Christians to be the Batman, so to speak, to be the people who rise up and, and you begin to pull out those spiritual weapons to fight what's going on. And that clearly the biggest spiritual weapon that we have is prayer. 
to begin to take these things to the Lord and to begin to pray and to realize that when you pray, things happen. Uh, You know, I said before on one of our episodes that John Wesley said that God will do nothing apart from the prayers of his people. God, and that doesn't mean God cannot, but that God has designed it for us to participate in this world and in salvation and what's going on. And we have got to truly pray and begin to, again, uh, pull down strongholds, as that, that scripture says. Truly begin to pray, bind things. And, and, you know, the scripture says that if one can put a thousand to flight, speaking of prayer, then two can put 10,000 angels to flight. So we have power of the as the body of Christ when we truly begin to pray and we can be, you know, again, relating it back to this movie, the spiritual Batman that stands up to this evil that is trying to break the spirits of, of people, of Christians, and really of all people. Uh, I mean, the, the devil, that's the thing, and that's why we need to pray too. So much we can make it just Christian or non-Christian, but all people are God's creation, yes. and the enemy hates all of them. Yeah. <laughs> he hates the ones that are serving him, that are Satanists. He hates them all. And he wants them all to die. He wants us all, I mean, he wants all of our lives ruined. So we need to pray against that, you know, that kind of stuff and everything. But, but we just need to realize again, like I said, that we have these spiritual weapons and not to feel hopeless because God is our hope. And, and that's the thing. So many Christians sometimes are kind of doom and gloom. Yes. And and here's the bottom line. If at the end of Revelation, Jesus comes back, we win. So so I don't get doom and gloom in Christianity. I'm a person who views as far as my life, you know, I have negative moments where I'm grouchy or negative in the moment. But I view my life as a half, uh, you know, a glass half full type thing. Because I know with God that my, that my, that, that what's coming next is greater than what's behind me. Literally, that's true because literally even if, if I was facing death, then what's next is better than what I've previously had. So I want to, I say that to say in the midst of all the chaos, you know, begin to pray, but, but don't lose hope. And, you know, this year is 2020. And I saw someone kind of jokingly say, you know, to all those preachers that, that talked about 2020 being the year of vision. And it was silly. But at the, at, on the other hand, I thought, yes, but if you don't have vision in chaotic times, you'll never make it. And we need, you need to seek God. We need to seek God so God will give us vision to make it through these chaotic times that we're living. Natalie, I feel like you want to say something. Well, no, I just speaking of Job, I had pulled the scripture up that I just think is a, a nice scripture. It says, this is Job eleven seventeen through 19. And your life will be brighter than the noonday. Its darkness will be like, like the morning. And you will feel secure because there is hope. You will look around and take your rest and security. Um, you know, and I think that's the place the Lord wants to get us to. And even like Michelle said, sometimes like the what's before us being better than what's behind us. And sometimes, like she said, that might not look exactly like we thought it was, but to put trust in God that he does have a plan for our lives. He has a plan for this nation. He has a plan for those that are hurting. He has a plan for all of us. Yeah, well, it it goes uh, on saying that. uh, One of my favorite quotes from Corey Ten Boone is, Never be afraid to trust a unknown future to a known God. Yes. And and it's just kind of like with everything going on, 
things truly, I believe, can get better. But I believe it is really time for the people of God to stand up. And I mean that spiritually speaking. And one, even in the racial issue, you know, we can show people, we should be showing people the way. We should be showing people that we are all created in the image of God, and we should show them how we all should be able to get along, knowing that we're all equal and made in God's image. So we just need to stand up to everything. And and again, to, you know, to begin to pray, because the good news about the end of this movie is Batman wins. And like I said, Christians ultimately win. Yes. And, and we've got to realize the power that's been given to us. You know, uh, Jesus says that the keys of the kingdom, ha, you know, have been given to us. And we, but we have to, to truly step up and, and embrace those roles. Because here's the thing. Society may laugh at Christianity and they always will. They'll mock it. Right. But those people will never know what our prayers did to bring back this economy, to bring back this nation, to, to bring ra- uh, racial reconciliation. Yes. And, and we'll, you won't get credit for it on this side of glory, but we'll get credit for it, on, you know, in the world to come. So, you know, it's something I'm thinking as I'm sitting here and listening to Michelle and something that even I personally am convicted of and need to work on. I think we, so many of us Christians, we don't realize the, the power of prayer um, I mean, it's like an atomic bomb as far as as far as the power of how much how much explosive power is behind it, really, how much it changes things. Right. And that's why I'm putting myself at the front of this list of taking it entirely too lightly of what that can produce. And like Michelle mentioned earlier in this podcast, yes, God could just do things by himself. But really, we should be honored that he wants to include us in the process and he wants us to be involved in making his plans happen and you know and thank him for that that he you know loves loves us that much and yeah because we are the ambassadors of christ and we are the ones that are truly supposed to be establishing uh, lord let your kingdom come let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and we are to live that out and so one way we can begin to do that and to begin to fight back and i'm not overly spiritual on this podcast but again the bottom line is we wrestle with principalities and powers. The scripture says that. And I think it's a, it's abundantly obvious that that is in play here all around the world right now. Even look at Hong Kong and China coming in like over 10 years early and taking away all their rights. I mean, there's just a lot going on all around the world and it's demonic. Yeah, I mean, that's just the bottom line. But we Christians need to pray for our brothers and sisters in Hong Kong. We need to pray yes. for, for people here and, and, you know, continue to pray, as I've said, for healing and recovery all around this nation and world. But, you know, are there any closing thoughts? Uh, that, that, again, like I said, movies can just kind of begin to make you see symbolism and parallels. And as Natalie and I discussed this movie, it just hit me how relevant it is for our society right now. How there is literally demonic forces trying to crush people's spirit. And like I said, suicide rates increasing and things like that. And, you know, we as Christians, we need to realize that that God is our hope and we have hope. And there is light yes. at the end of this tunnel. Things are going to get better. And and just trust in God to, to get us through. Again, don't be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. 
So that's kind of all I have to say, Natalie. Any final thoughts you have? Well, something kind of that's come to me for kind of since this started, um, of course, you know, I'm American and I care very much about America and America being healed and, and, uh, and restored and, you know, reaching its full potential. But it's, it's like when all this happened around the world, this global pandemic, uh, I just think, you know, and, and kind of to the race issue and everything, it's just like, it's just kind of this simple, like, we're all humans. Yeah. We're all humans we're on all, this earth. We're all made in God's image. We're all made in God's image. Like, let's, you know, bring this world together. Yeah. Um, it, and, and I believe that that will be accomplished, you know, something I've really been praying for even more recently. We need renewal and revival to sweep the station and world. Yes. I mean, we really do. If you want to talk about change, social change that begins to take place, watch a city that revivals begin to break loose in. Crime rates go down. Uh, good things begin to happen when people genuinely give their heart and life to God. So so we need more of that. And let me just tell you, and I know so many of you know this, There's, there is nothing in this world like the Holy Spirit. Yeah, no, there's not. So I mean, we need we no need... high, no drug, no relationship, anything like the power of the Holy Spirit and feeling and resting in that peace and the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah, so that's what we need, and I mean that you can have that in your living room. The Holy Spirit will be present with you in your living room if you ask, you know, ask for the Holy the Holy Spirit to come and and help you pray and and pray with you and through you as the Holy Spirit will do, and. I think some things will, will begin to get better and things can begin to change and we can make a difference in this world. And obviously we'll make a difference in the way we live our life, but prayer is a, a very important thing. Prayer, and last thing I'll say, praise him. Yes. And, and that goes along with inviting him into, she said, like your living room. And that's very much true. Sometimes you'll get more with that than in a church service. Yeah, you definitely. Know, just begin to put on a worship song and begin to praise the Lord and begin to feel his spirit begin to enter your household and feel that peace and that well, hope that he will give you. Well, and that's why, as, as I always finish the show, I always say, and it, I take it from the book of Acts. I say, they say, they say about the, uh, the disciples that they were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. And I find when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are filled with joy because yes. what does the scripture say about the joy of the Lord? It says it is our strength. So we need that. But yes, so that's kind of it for today. Uh, I hope this, I know this has been different, but it was just something as we talked, I was like, you know, this would be something kind of different and fun to discuss on a podcast. So Natalie, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Shelley. Yes, and and I appreciate, appreciate you all for tuning into this episode of the Force of Light podcast. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram as Michelle34Smith. Natalie, where can they find you? I am NatLovesBella07 on Instagram and NatalieRGrace on Twitter. And I just want to say personally, I pray that every person that hears this podcast, I'm just praying that God will bless you and that you will feel peace and hope and love. Yeah, and lastly, too, as I, as I close on this, and you can reach out to me Feel free to, to email me any thoughts you have, any questions you have at forceoflightmedia at gmail.com. Again, forceoflightmedia at gmail.com. But, you know, begin to speak. God is the God, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. God is a God of peace. And begin to, you know, begin to pray for peace over this nation, over this world, over the unrest that is going on all around. So begin to pray and ask for that. We have to do our parts. Yes, we, we all have to do our parts. 
But I, I pray, like I said, as I always say at the end, I pray that you are all filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. And I will catch you on the next episode of Force of Light podcast. Until next time, see you all.